0: If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1 800 Gambler today and please gamble responsibly. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always is Connor. Connor, how's it going?
1: Did you get thrown out trying to decide if you wanted to say me or Diz?
0: Well, my my brain was saying Diz, and then I was like, I always go to Connor, and then I'm like, oh god, what is happening? Uh, I had to fight through it. I had to fight through it.
1: Hopefully your brain wasn't doing this for the picks you're about to give.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're off to a hot start. Off to a hot start. <laughs> and of course joining us is the man who I was going to say in the first place, Diz. Diz, how's it going? It's great.
2: I'm off work early on a Friday. Let's go have ourselves a weekend. Happy Halloween to you all. Um, it, Pat, you should be scared, not because it's Halloween, but because I'm coming for that ass in the best bets competition.
0: You're in last place. You have to go for Connor first. No,
2: nope, I'm only going for first place. I don't care about coming in second. I know I don't lose the bet if I come in second, but all my disc stands know I'm going for glory. Okay.
1: In the words of uh, Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last.
0: Correct. He was high when he said that, Connor. (laughs) Alright, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It is football Friday. We will give you our favorite favorites, underdogs, over and under for the week. I will start us off with my favorite favorite. Bills minus 14 versus the Dolphins. It's pretty simple here to me. Fade the Dolphins until further notice. Plus, the Bills coming off a buy should be an easy money game. 14 yeah nothing scares me 14 I w- I would do 17 15. with this with this matchup oh. that is too <laughs> deep that scares me nope no chance all right Connor what's your favorite favorite
1: favorite favorite is San Francisco 49ers minus three and a half against the Bears uh Jimmy G has looked awful but not as awful as the Bears <laughs> Nagy's going to be done after the season.
0: Do you think he lasts I mean, the whole season? Well, is is he is he going to be the next coach that needs to go? Is that is that a little sneak next, peek? No,
1: no. I feel very strongly about Sirianni going. So I know, yes. for me to say Naggy needs to go before Sirianni, that is outrageous. Well, no, no, no.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying that he needs to go before Sirianni. I'm saying is he going to be the coach you're going to talk about on the next segment when we talk about coaches that need to go.
1: It's not one that I feel needs to go, but okay. I think he's going to be a let go.
0: Okay, okay. That's fair. Okay. But I agree with you. I think the 49ers should should win that game against the Bears. And if they don't, then the 49ers are way worse off than I originally thought, and that's not good.
1: Yeah, everyone expected a lot out of the 49ers this year. They expected them to like be contenders for, with the division, but no, they're not even close right now. You need to step up.
0: Hands up. I out, will, was one of those guys. I will say, uh, I, I, I ride
2: with the Niners here because they got unlucky with the weather last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, their play action pass against the Colts was filthy and just simply due to the weather, they couldn't keep doing it. Um, I think their passing game is a little underrated, to be honest with you. They got weapons and, uh. I don't know. I could see them stomping the Bears. I think the Bears are in a bad place, so I, I, I'm riding with this one as well.
0: Nice. So, dis was that your favorite favorite, or do you have a different favorite favorite?
2: No, it's not my favorite favorite.
0: Okay. What do you got?
2: I, my favorite favorite is Chargers minus four against the Patriots. Um, this one is simple. This one is simple. Two reasons. They're coming off a bye after getting stomped. I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're fresh. Um, I still don't think the Pats are that great of a team. Um, I think Chargers win big here. This is a this is a statement game for the Chargers. Throw themselves back, at least tied for the top of the division. And uh, yeah, loving the Chargers here. Not a lot of the lines were or not a lot of the spreads were under three points anyway. So I just decided to take my favorite uh, my favorite game, and fortunately it was only four points as opposed to Pats heinous 14 point spread favorite.
0: No fear over here, but uh, I'm kind of worried about that one, Diz. I I, that one almost feels like a trap game. I'm not saying the Chargers will lose by any means, but Mac Jones has looked, you know, like a pretty decent quarterback the past couple of weeks. So,
1: but the uh, Chargers just got smacked and then had a bye. They've got some ground to make up from that last loss. I think they're going to come in hot
0: possibly I'm
1: worried about it all
0: right Diz, turn around give us your favorite underdog for the week
2: could not believe the titans were underdogs mm. in indy um you can say this is an emotional hedge i see it as the cold secondary is atrocious we got practice squad guys in our secondary right now we got bailed out against the Niners the fact that they literally could not pass the ball because it was raining so hard. I know our offense looks great, but when you play the Titans, you have to put at least six or seven guys in the box. That's just how good Derrick Henry is, and the Titans have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones outside. I'm very worried that the Titans are going to score a lot of points against the Colts. Could not believe they were underdogs, and this line is jumping. It was at one and a half. It's all the way up to two and a half. So you can get Titans plus two and a half. If that goes up to three, I might put my 401k on that. I'm
0: truly <laughs> shocked
2: that the Titans are underdogs against us this weekend.
0: No, I agree 100%. This is actually my favorite underdog as well. Um, I, I'm absolutely trying to create some good juju. Every every time that I have bet or had on Football Friday that I'm going against the Colts is one of my favorite picks, the Colts have won, so I'm hoping maybe I can create some good good stuff there. But I absolutely agree with you. I don't I can't believe the Colts are favorites in this game. Alright, Connor. What do you got? Do you have that as your favorite underdog or do you have something else?
1: I have something else, but is that oh. your way of saying that everybody else should take the Colts? I mean every you, time you bet against them they win.
0: If you're fading me, yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't be a bad strategy.
1: <laughs> so I'm actually taking the Cowboys plus three against the Vikings. I think that game's a coin flip, so I'll take the team who gets the points.
2: This was my second favorite underdog, and honestly, if it wasn't an emotional hedge, I probably would have gone Cowboys plus three. Um, I say this all the time, home field advantage is about a three-point spread swing. Do we think the Vikings and the Cowboys are even teams? Um, That's what I'm a little surprised about. I, I this is one where maybe I was being dramatic, but I thought the Cowboys should be favored in this game. Uh-huh. If you're giving me a full field goal, I'm taking this every day of the week.
0: Here's my rant on this. Um, so, first and foremost, this this looks like a trap game. I think we all can agree with this. We're kind of shocked that the, the Cowboys aren't favored. Um, I think we kind of saw that also last night with the Cardinals and Packers and the I mean, granted the Packers were short st- short staffed, but given the Packers six and a half points was just ridiculous. Um, but I, the Cowboys are very opportunistic on defense. You know, they give up yards, but then they like lead the league in interceptions and pick sixes. And if those aren't there, you know, maybe these Cowboys aren't, um, you know, the team that's able to shut everyone down. And I don't think Kirk Cousins turns the ball over that often. I don't have the numbers exactly with me to back that stat up. but um, And also, I think there's some actual concern that Dak isn't playing on Sunday. I, I've been kind of following along with that. He has a calf issue. They haven't given him the official, you know, go-ahead for Sunday. And if you're the Cowboys and you're sitting at, what, 6-1? Yep. And you're playing a non-divisional opponent, I mean, why would you not just sit Dak out for one game, chalk this one up as a loss, and make sure he's ready to go for the rest of the season instead of trying to rush him back after another, you know, a it, significant injury? So, I, I, I kind of I'm I i do not know if I'll touch this game, but if I did have to touch this game, I'd probably go the opposite direction and actually go Vikings.
1: They might In be the block- five and
0: one. Yeah, I knew I. They only have one loss. I knew that for sure. I just didn't know how many games they've actually played. Is the plus three assuming he will play? I have no idea, to be honest. I I don't know what this market has it at or what the thought process is of everyone. I think at one point this game was like Cowboys minus one and a half, but it has moved all the, or maybe it was Vikings plus minus one and a half and it's moved to three. But um, I would assume some of this is definitely factored into the fact that Dak may not play.
1: I do want to say that you are turning into general Akbar Patrick?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely feeling that it's a trap. Everything's a trap, a trap Patrick. Oh, If yeah. it wasn't his pick, it's a trap. trap, absolutely trap. yep 100 <laughs> percent. I agree. so you guys already got my favorite underdog. It was Titans, just like diz, and so my favorite over for this week, I'm going Patriots versus Chargers over forty nine and a half. We've already talked enough about how the Chargers might come out swinging, but I think Mac Jones is good enough to put up points as well. Um, so I, I think this will be a high-scoring affair. Even if the Chargers end up winning and covering it, it might be like a thirty-five, twenty-eight kind of ball game. So um, I, I definitely like the over in that game right there.
2: I agree with you.
0: All right, hey, there we go. We got that going for us.
2: Just wanted you to hear my stamp of approval, Patty. I I bash heads with you a lot. Just uh, wanted you to know I support that.
0: Hey, I'll love it. I'll take it. All right, Connor, what's your favorite over this week?
1: I'm going with Steelers versus Browns over 42 and a half. Browns have no defense, and I think it's going to be a pretty close game. It's a divisional game. So whenever the Steelers score, you can guarantee the Browns are going to score right after that.
0: So you're not concerned at all that uh, one, Cream Hunt's not playing. Two, Baker's a little banged up. The wide receiver core is a bit banged up, and the Steelers' defense can be pretty, uh, pretty good at times.
1: You know what uh, cancels all of that out is uh, Nick Chubb being back. So yeah, I feel confident.
0: Okay, that's fair. I think Chubb
1: Chubb overpowers all of that, and he has shown that through his running.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Diz, what do you got for your favorite over? My favorite over, Buccaneers-Saints, 49
2: and a half. I think Tom Brady is on a mission to run up the stat book and run up touchdowns and run up yards, and I think they're going to pop against the Saints. 49 and a half not a massive total. I know the Saints' offense looked a little sus this past week, but these are two teams with weapons on offense. I think this one might get out of hand, and even if it does, the Buccaneers are not going to step. They're going to run up the score. I think Buccaneers win big. I think they may even put up 40, 42 by themselves.
0: Nice. Do do we know if Michael Thomas is coming back? Not yet.
2: I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's been announced, and I feel like that would be major news if he was coming back.
1: You're saying week nine or ten he's going to come back.
0: Now, hear me out on this one. I I could see him getting traded before the trade deadline on Tuesday. Maybe they are purposefully not letting him play and holding him out. And then they're going to look to trade him before the trade deadline.
2: I could see it. as I could see it as well. I'm just a little, uh, you waited so long and you know, he's been hurt this long unless they get something out of him. I don't see it. And I don't know what teams would be willing to give up, especially with, his how prone is to injury and the shit he pulled by delaying his surgery. I don't know what GMs are going to think about that, but I, that's a good take. I'm interested to see what happens.
0: What about the Colts? Colts need him. Colts could use him. The Colts lost Paris Campbell for the season. T.Y. Hilton's been banged up. Go, go get Michael Thomas. You know, trade Marlon Mack, trade some draft picks, go get Michael Thomas.
2: I wouldn't be opposed. I just know how Ballard is. I know how... Uh locker room oriented yeah. they are and uh I don't know if Michael Thomas is the guy you want in the locker room but hey if he helps us win games as a fan yeah let's go get it and why not but I just don't see it happening
0: yeah I know and I always do this crap too especially as a Colts fan I treat it like Madden and I'm like dude on paper you know this guy's a really good player why aren't we going out and getting him you know but uh there's more to it to, than that unfortunately yeah all right, uh, so now, Diz, turn around and give us what your gun to your head under would be if you had to take one.
2: Giants, Chiefs, 52-and-a-half. I think it's a really large number for one really bad offense. I get that both of these defenses are sus. but 52-and-a-half is a high number for teams that have underperformed uh, I think this is a must-win for the Chiefs. If the spread wasn't so high, I would probably take the Chiefs here. But if the Chiefs win, I feel like it's going to be a blowout, and I don't know if that total will get to 53. Once again, I'm not betting it. I do not have uh, an under in my bet slip. But this was my favorite. I just thought 52-and-a-half thought was too high for a shitty offense and a, and an offense that put up three points against the Titans
0: last week. Fair. All right, Connor, what's your favorite honor this week?
1: Mine is the Panthers versus Falcons under 46 and a half. Panthers have a solid defense. And they're, they're, they might be benching Sam Darnold. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't think the Panthers are going to score, and Falcons have to go up against the Panthers' defense, so I don't know if they're going to be do much, doing much of anything either.
0: Honestly, that that was the one that I was originally looking at. So I I agree with you there. I think that one's a pretty clear cut um, under. Um, that you that's one of those where you could see it being like a fourteen to six, real kind of stinker of a game. Yeah. My favorite under for this week: Jags versus Seahawks under forty four and a half points. The Seahawks still do not have Russell Wilson or Chris Carson. The Jags. Are the Jags? I I cannot see them getting over forty four and a half points combined between those two teams on Sunday.
1: That yeah, was I, my close second. Yeah, honestly. I
2: think my only read, yeah. This obviously, this one stood out to me as well. But I think a game so gross, uh,
0: possibility for points. I mean.
2: Well, not even that, just, like, is that a game you want to watch? Is that, a, is that a game you want to care about? Is that a game where you don't want points to happen? Like, if anything, I want to see Geno Smith pop off. If anything, I want to see Trevor <laughs> Lawrence have a good game, you know. If it's a shit game like we expect, not only would you not have a fun time, but you lose money. That that was my only I, – I know I'm a, I'm a bit more conceptual with underbets than other people, but uh, that's just not a fun game. Let's not make a boring bet, you know.
1: Aren't all of the unders that we take supposedly boring bets, though?
2: (laughs) Correct, which is why I don't take unders. See what I did there, Connor?
1: Yeah, but that that does sound like a disgusting game to me, so I think that makes sense.
2: Let it be disgusting. I don't know. Maybe
0: (laughs) you're right. (laughs) Sorry, boys. uh, Mid-description there. Got a cramp in my leg. Oh, I, oh gosh! I don't know if you saw that face I was making, Connor, but I was like trying to like not make it a big deal. But, oh. Are you on the stationary while we record this pod or something? What the hell's going on? No, man. <laughs> I, I just
2: I don't know what happened, but I just started cramping up. Get some water. Get some bananas. Let's keep it moving. We can't have we're, we're this pod's nothing without you, Patty. <laughs>
0: I think I'll be able to. Do we, do, uh, we need, do we need to put you on IR? No. No, no, we do not. I appreciate the concern. I think I can fight through it. Uh, I think I can do the podcast with a little bit of cramping going on. But yeah, okay. So that's let's see what games we did not touch on. We touched on a lot of them. I don't know other than me and Diz with the Titans. I don't know that we had any overlap. Uh, let's see. <laughs> NFL. Did not touch the Falcons game, which I
2: absolutely love. You guys are doing a great job. Stay away from the Falcons.
0: You're glad you're paying attention, Diz, because Connor definitely did something with the Falcons game.
1: It shows the under on the Falcons, Panther.
0: That's on me. That's on me. My <laughs> <Falcons>. <laughs> That's uh, on me. Oh, yes, this one. Eagles at don't, Lions. Come on, Connor. Me. We have to talk about it. You tried to it's hide
1: it. If the Eagles lose this game, how do you not fire Sirianni? The worst team in the league against the Eagles. If you lose to the worst team in the league, I don't care if they do a bunch of crazy stuff like they did last week against the Rams. If you lose to this team, you need to lose your job.
0: I'm, I'm very tempted to take Lions first half and then Eagles full game, or maybe even just Eagles second half. Very tempted.
1: I was tempted to just take Lions' money line as my dog.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. I thought about it, too. I thought about it, too, but I couldn't do that to your Eagles, Connor.
1: Well, the Lions actually care about winning, which they showed against the Rams. Right. The Eagles just care about saving face or trying to or acting like they're trying to.
0: Yep, yep. Yep, I agree. Diz, any, any thoughts on the Eagles versus the Lions?
2: Nope, I think it's the stinker. And if
0: Connor wasn't
2: an Eagles fan, I would be rooting hard for the Lions just because I I really want them to get their first win. I think they fought harder than Owen. 0- I I think they they're better than Owen seven. I don't know if one and six maybe or two and five even, but there are games they lost that they shouldn't have lost. And uh, I hope they get a win sometime soon. But hey, I can't go against top dog and guy of guys, so I'm just staying
0: away. <laughs> I love it. No. absolutely love it. So just
1: so you know, I am a die-hard, bleed-green Eagles fan, but I am also a realist. I know how bad the Eagles suck this year. They are terrible. You go ahead and root for the Lions if you want, because the Eagles are terrible. And as long as we have this quarterback-coach combo, it'll stay the same. They're asking for the same results every game.
0: Connor's out for blood. Kind of wants a fire sale for the trade deadline. Get rid of the coach. Let's just clean house.
1: Let go of Devontae Smith. Since he (laughs) lets go of the ball every time it's thrown his way. Can't seem to catch it. Same with Rager. Just hold on to the D-line. That's all I ask. Hold on to the D-line. Lane Johnson uh, and Travis Kelsey.
0: Jason Kelsey.
1: Jason Kelsey. Sorry, Travis is on my fantasy, and he's been doing a lot better than the Eagles, so I'm kind of looking at the other brother. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, and then we got Bengals, Jets, Bengals minus ten and a half. I'm kind of surprised no no one t- talked about this game. I th- I feel like that's a pretty easy Bengals bet.
1: Money line, it is, but ten and a half. I don't know the Jets.
0: The Jets are the, the Jets aren't <laughs> the Jets aren't playing Flacco. And so the Jets are on their backup quarterback that is worse than their starting quarterback, who is terrible. Are you
1: 100% sure that he is worse? Mike White, the White Knight. What's that?
0: Mike White, the White Knight. Yeah. Put some respect. If it was Flacco, maybe the Jets cover. This Mike White character, get him out. I think that the... uh, Bengals roll and I think Corey Davis for the Jets he's one of their better wide receivers I believe he is out as well so I I, I would take the Bengals with the points I love
2: the Bengals here but uh, you know the ten and a half points susses me out so a uh, little sneak peek I definitely threw this in a tease
0: okay okay like it uh, Rams at Texans Rams are getting 16 points for the second straight week they did not cover versus the Lions but like we said the Lions have been scrappy. They've been out there fighting. They've been doing onside kicks. They've been doing two-point conversions. They've been doing everything to try to make things work. Do you think that the Rams have it if Tyrod Taylor is not playing? Mills, Mark, The Rams, there,
1: easily have it. Rams easily have it money line, but 16 points is a
0: lot of points. I believe there was too many points. Wasn't it last week where there was like two or three games that had like double-digit spreads, and two of the three hit, and the one that didn't was the Rams? Yeah. Don't be afraid of the big spreads, boys. I'm telling you, they're there for a reason. They're usually pretty pretty reliable. But the
1: Rams are the ones that didn't hit last week, and you're telling us to take the Rams this week.
0: Yeah, it's the Texans. The, the Texans have lost the past week by a combined, like, 60 points. They lost 31-3 to to the Colts, and then, like, 31-5 to to the Cardinals, I think.
1: But the Lions haven't won a game. <laughs> they're supposedly the worst team in the league.
0: I'm telling you, boys, I I would take the Rams this week and the points.
1: Too many points.
2: We I don't think it's too many, many points. That, I don't, don't want to
0: touch it. We don't. We don't have the stones that you do, Bob. I
2: respect yours, but <laughs> I don't
0: have. Yeah, I know. Um, Washington football team at the Denver Broncos. Broncos are minus three, so they're basically a pick'em if they're not. If they were at a neutral site.
1: I don't know if Bridgewater's playing or not.
0: I believe That's he is. News. I believe Bridgewater is playing. Now, is he going to be like limping or playing like he did on that Thursday night game? I do not know.
1: Well, then this is just a big question mark. The entire game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, this is a
2: marquee Amazon Next Jinx stats game. This is going to be either like a blowout or a close game and coming down late to the wire. You're going to get great live money line value on the team that's losing. And both of these teams are so sus. And I know Washington, to to, to uh, in their, in Washington's defense, they fight. They fight. They find ways. Even against the Packers, I know they lost big, but they had a bunch of turnovers in the red zone. It seemed like they were always crawling back, and they were always in a situation to where they could come back and win. So I'm honestly hoping Broncos have a lead late, and I can live bet the Washington football team in cat. This is this is a math. As soon as Amazon Next Gen Stats pulls up, like an 80% chance of winning, I am live bet hammering the other team.
0: Make sure you share that with the group, Diz. Make sure you put it on chalkboard, maybe text it out, so we can bet together, win together.
2: Absolutely. Amazon Next Gen Stats, that's like breaking news. I will blow up your phones.
0: <laughs> okay. Other than that, I believe that was all we covered. Or we covered everything else, so not bad. Alright boys. Last night for best bets. But first let's talk about our best bets from last night. Your boy here went oh for three for the second consecutive Gee. episode. Gee, I'm I am choking so so hard. I mean oof. It's not it's not great. Uh Diz, how'd your best bets do last night? I
2: went one and one. I got one pending one tonight with the Freddie Freeman homer. Um, but Packers' money line, I smelt it. I just sensed it. I don't know what it was. Uh, Cardinals are still sus, in my opinion. I don't see him going the distance. Uh, so that cashed out for me. My same gamer was not even close to hitting. Um, but uh, it's actually not pretty true. good.
0: You only missed two legs. You only missed an Ertz anytime touchdown, which he ended up on like the one or two yard line, and then Rodgers missed his over by three yards. I thought he only had like 170
2: yards. No, he had 222. Oh, that makes it hurt even more. Sorry Um, about you.
0: I didn't mean to do that. That's on me. That's all
2: right. I was asleep for the game. It is what it is. We keep it moving. I net gained a, a unit. So, hey, uh, we're positive. Got to make moves tonight and this weekend. I will say, Pat, before we dive into best bets, I don't know how you feel about this, but since I've done it the past couple of weekends, I hope you're okay with it. I'm going to wait and see how my bets do tonight and Sunday before I do my Sunday night same gamer just to see how many units I need to gain. Is that fair?
0: Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Connor, how'd your best bets do last night?
1: Went two and two, but the two that hit were both plus values, so I was moving up. C-
0: Connor's Mister Consistency, and everything that I've ever seen him do or with anything, he just s- stays mm-hmm. steady, stays the course. I mean, he is just slowly working his way up up the leaderboard. That's all I need, Mister Consistency. I I love it. All right. Let's get into our best bets of the night, and I'm going to keep it real simple for you guys. I've got three, and they are all three best bets against my favorite teams. So if I continue to choke away this best bets competition, in that process, I should lift up my favorite teams. So, first one, NFL, Titans, plus two and a half versus the Colts. These next two, this is where it gets kind of sketchy, because... I like NBA tonight. I like Nets minus eight versus Pacers. Now, there is a world and a situation where the Pacers lose and I still lose my best bet. That is a nightmare situation that could definitely happen. And then same thing here. I'm going Maryland minus five and a half versus IU. So let's hope that uh, if if our teams, if my teams win. That's great. That's fine. I lose all my best bets. If my teams lose, they better lose big because then I also could possibly lose my best bets and my team loses the game and I am down bad. All right, Diz, go ahead and give us your best bets for the night. Yes, sir. So I got my NFL teaser.
2: Nothing new here. Uh, Took seven and a half, so my value is only plus 105. Nonetheless, I'm feeling confident. Titans up to plus 10 versus the Colts. My favorite pick of the entire weekend. Bengals down to minus three against the Jets. And then the Cowboys up to ten and a half versus the Vikings. I'm really worried that Dak won't play after you said that. I didn't even know he was questionable. Uh, Even still, I think the Cowboys can manage to lose by ten or less. So confident in that one. That one is plus 105. Then I got the Red Wings money line plus 150 (laughs) against against the Panthers. I told you guys yesterday, Quinville was going to get fired. He did. This value is nuts to me. The Panthers going 8-0 and is just, I, I don't, they're hot right now, and i it's, it's an emotional hedge. Maybe they'll win tonight. I hope they win tonight, but if they don't, they got an the interim coach in. They're due for a loss, plus 160 for the Red Wings. Then I got a patty performance double, Pacers mm. to win, and Sabonis to get 12 plus rebounds. This is pretty much, I need the Pacers to win, and I think alone there plus 330 uh in my opinion if the Pacers win I have a feeling that Sabonis will get 12 plus rebounds those are strongly correlated in my opinion now I would be down bad if the Pacers won and Sabonis didn't get 12 rebounds but uh I'm confident that if the Pacers win Sabonis will get 12 rebounds got that at plus 680 so that's really what I'm banking on if I want to get some ground if if that hits my same game parlay on Sunday night will be less saucy but if it doesn't hit i gotta i gotta throw a hail mary and hey i think it could happen but i really need i really need the pacers to win and sabonis to get 12 tonight
0: love it absolutely love it um connor what do you got for your best bets of the night
1: how many do you think i have four four
0: mr consistency
1: Nope, we're going inconsistent this time.
0: Unbelievable. Everything I just said about was a lie. Just take it take it off the record. We need to go back and rewrite history.
1: is gonna either help me or hurt me. I'm, I'm taking as many as I can get. going five.
0: Okay, okay, that's fine. I thought you were gonna do like eight or something crazy, like just really go off the walls.
1: Well hey, if it all misses then I could be down five, so it's good seal the deal for you and diz. So, I have two boosts that I'm taking. Okay. One is Rangers and Panthers both win. Plus 170. Boost. The other, we're taking it over to soccer.
0: Really? Did you get this yes. with Luke, or did you just feel this one?
1: I asked about. I asked Luke how he felt about it. He didn't feel great about it because of a uh, one team. I think it's the uh, Manchester United piece of it. But that was the one he didn't feel good about. And the other two he felt great about. So I'm taking Manchester United, Manchester City, and Chelsea to all win. At plus 350. Then we're to hockey. I'm taking the Flyers, money line versus the Calgary Flames. I think it's going to be a close game. It'll be a really good game. I think the Flyers need to come back, or start coming back. So I got them at plus 132. Last two were football. I have the Dallas Cowboys money line versus the Vikings at plus 116. And last one, I'm going back to a classic. I'm going Cooper Cup, two touchdowns, plus 370.
0: That value has dropped significantly, but. Yes. <laughs> That's what happens. You did with... it last week. That's what happens. The, the, the podfather literally just texted me and goes, what time's the podcast? Well, funny, uh, it's going on right now. All right, boys, that leads us to the multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day, everyone's favorite time of the episode. Unfortunately, not a ton of juice on this one because we, we picked a lot of heavy favorites in the NHL. But it is $1 to win, $217.98. Still a pretty nice payday. We got the first six legs in the NHL. We got the Florida Panthers, Moneyline versus the Red Wings. I know Diz just said it's a scandal game. Coach just got fired. I think the Panthers can still handle it. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, money line versus the Rangers. Washington Capitals, Moneyline versus the Coyotes. Carolina Hurricanes' money line versus the Blackhawks. Vegas Golden Knights' money line versus the Ducks. And the Dallas Stars' money line versus Senators. Not a whole lot of good games going on tonight, so that's what we're kind of stuck with. Um, In the NBA, like I said, I actually got this to Nets, minus 8.5 versus the Pacers. And I like the Kings, minus 1.5 versus the Pelicans. And then, of course, to wrap it up, we have two college football games tonight. We have Tulsa, minus 11.5 versus the Navy midshipmen. Navy put up a hell of a fight against Cincinnati. I think they used all their good luck, all their strength, all their, you know, whatever against Cincinnati last week. I think they will struggle tonight versus Tulsa. And then Nevada, minus 20.5 versus UNLV. All right, boys, anything you guys need to get off your chests or you want to talk about before we send it to a long, nice weekend?
1: Eagles need to step up. That's all I got. (laughs) Kraken and Kraken had a big win. Nice to see them take it to the wild.
0: Yeah, the Wild are a good team this year too. The, the The Kraken are kind of starting to show some promise, some life here at home. Apparently, according to Connor, Grubauer is starting to look like the goalie that we paid him to be. Yep. So, love it. And
2: do we need
0: Do we need a Do we need a formal apology to Rob Tunyon? Oh God. Oh, uh, I need a, I need a formal apology to Connor because I convinced Connor to not take Randall Cobb in daily fantasy, and he went with Rob Tunyon instead. So, uh, definitely apologize to Connor for that because Cobb scored two (laughs) touchdowns. Um, but yeah, tough, tough break for big Bob Tunney. And I don't, I don't actually know what the, uh, diagnosis is just yet on his, uh, let's see. Trying to get, uh, I'm not seeing anything just yet, but, uh, it just says, oh, wait, lose to a torn ACL. Hmm. That's what yeah. it looked like when he went down. As, as soon as I saw it, I texted Connor, and I was like, dude, there it is. It's it's right there. It's, it's our worst nightmare. We love Big Bob. T's and P's out to him, hopefully, as a full and speedy recovery. Uh, but you, you just hate to see that. Hate to see it.
1: The uh, Cardinals, though, look to take whoever's playing them next week because Cardinals are all kinds of banged up. Kyler Murray was limping at the end of the game. He looked very rough. Uh, Hopkins, with his hamstring, he's still healing. J.J. Uh, Watt, I didn't know he was out until the game.
0: He's out for the season. They announced he's out for yeah. the season.
1: So J.J. Watt's out for the season. I mean, what's going to be next?
0: So many We're having people, all these
1: star players.
0: So many people got banged up last night. It, it was it was a rough night for injuries, for sure.
1: Who was it that they took out on the stretcher? Do you remember?
0: I do not. Uh, it was during a uh, kickoff, though, and that oh gosh, that was an ugly play. Both I mean, sides it, of that was ugly. Both like, both of them laid there like motionless on the ground, and you knew like mm-hmm. oh god, that's that's rough.
1: Between the returner's knee and whoever hit him's like shoulder head area, yeah, yeah. rough.
0: Yeah. T's and P's for sure. Hey, before
2: before we signed off, you guys got me. It's getting a little choppy on my end. You guys, can you guys hear me?
0: Yep, we got you.
2: Um, I heard this on the Bill Simmons pod. Tom Brady's five to one to win the MVP, and Derrick Henry's twenty three to one. I may put equal units on both of those, and as long as one of those hits, I net a profit. Mm-hmm. I just think Brady might throw 50 touchdowns. The way the Buccaneers are winning these games, they're just running up the score, and Brady's throwing for every single touchdown. Um, So Brady's going to have stats to do it, and Derrick Henry is on pace to be the only running back ever to have two back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons. And they've had the primetime games. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. And they have a couple primetime games. Down the stretch, so I think it's one of those two guys, and they both have pretty good value.
1: You guys have a uh, MVP for the World Series? No. Taking Jose Altuve.
0: It's it's not plus I one thousand. Wait, wait, hold on. World Player Futures. You say you got Altuve at plus one thousand? Yep. Now plus seven hundred. It's it's actually went down.
1: Ooh!
0: But Diz, What if I told you that I took Derrick Henry to win MVP of the league at sixty six thousand to one, or plus sixty six
1: thousand. I would say you're a (laughs) fool.
0: Or am I a genius if that hits?
1: If it hits, it's not looking like it's going to at this rate. Derrick Henry. Yeah, the running back for the Titans. Yes, Derrick Henry. That Derrick Henry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I can cash out for a dollar seventy-two right now. It's it's gained value.
1: You better do that. Then. <laughs> Hard to think that the value could have gotten worse after that, though.
0: Oh, we lost this. This is gone.
1: I guess he didn't have an opinion on that.
0: Diz just said he took Derrick Henry at plus twenty three hundred to win the MVP.
1: Twenty three hundred?
0: I got it at plus sixty five
1: hundred. Wouldn't do it. I wouldn't touch it.
0: No respect for Derrick Henry, huh?
1: I have a lot of respect for Derrick Henry. It's just Tom Brady looks at a hell of a lot better than Derrick Henry does right now.
0: Fair. But is does Tom Brady kinda get a A different viewpoint because he's won it before and because we know he's already good. Derek Uh, Henry's doing things at his position that we've never seen before. Tom Brady just looks great because he's a quarterback at age like 50, and he's just torching defenses.
1: Exactly. Tom Brady's doing things at an age we've never seen before (laughs) in the
0: NFL. Also fair. But I guess Diz sends his condolences to everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, everyone have a great and safe weekend. It is Halloween weekend. It's going to be a spooky weekend. Look out for some crazy stuff to happen in sports. This is the this is the craziest weekend usually to bet on. Things crazy things will happen. Be on the lookout for it. Hopefully we find it early. We get some value on it. Make sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. And then also, if you want to see us live, you can see me cramp up in the middle of the episode. Check us out on Twitter. We do this podcast live on there. And then also in the bio of our Twitter page, you can get the link to our YouTube. Please subscribe on there. We're trying to build that up, trying to get to 100 subscribers, so that way we can give you guys a custom URL and you're not just – going to twitter to then go to youtube and you're not going all over the place so we appreciate everyone listening hope you have a long weekend and hopefully it is profitable and we will see you all on monday it's a trap